Welcome to Devori Darkens Live. What's going on, everyone? What's going on? There's a a nice topic we're going to get into today that goes back to this um, show that I had on, I believe it was last Wednesday, um, where I was talking about focusing on what's happening internally. And I'm saying this just to already start off the show this way because I believe that we are our own enemy, right? It's you versus you in the mirror. And if you don't get around to learning how to love yourself in the right way, then you will tear yourself down, right? So having said that, um, if you haven't already, make sure you hit the like button that you have subscribed to the show. This is recorded, so you can go back and watch this and listen to it over. Um, usually people stream this on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Also, this show is sponsored by the Purpose Conscious University. What is that? Well, it's an online platform dedicated to helping you live your purpose in life. That's what it's about. And that's actually what this show is about. Uh, let me see here. Let me get my people on TikTok up and going. Uh, here. Let's see here. There we go. I think now they should be able to finally see me. Yeah, so... <clears throat> This whole, this whole conversation about are you really loving yourself, how do you treat yourself, that's everything. I mean, we've had a couple of shows on that in, in the past couple of weeks. So if you're, you're watching this and you're like, oh, man, that, maybe I should go back and, and really look into that, uh, I recommend that you do. I really do. I recommend that you do listen to those episodes because um, the way that you feel about yourself is everything. The way that you feel about yourself is everything. And where we go wrong is allowing what's happening on the outside to dictate that. So if something doesn't go your way, if you fall short or things don't pan out the way that you thought they would, you go into judgment mode on yourself. You start judging yourself. You start tearing yourself down. You start looking for what's broken, what's wrong with you. And that is a road of destruction. So we're going to get into that today. We're going to talk about what it means to master self-love. Uh, what does that actually mean? Because I find on the topic of self-love, people are not really operating with the right information. And you'll, you'll see how that is as we move through as, as we move through this episode today, you guys will see why that is. And if it's you, you'll learn what you should be doing about that. Because at the end of the day, people who are successful feel successful. They feel that they are successful. And they feel their life is a success as well. So you know you have to feel this way. Some of you guys want to feel this way. Um, but... Where do you start? Not only where do you start, 
But what's stopping you in the first place from truly loving yourself? What is stopping you? Here's a question that you guys can answer in the comment section. Why do you think so many people fail to truly love themselves? What, what do you think the problem is? What would, you get, what would you guys say that it is? Why do you think people have a hard time loving themselves? Why do they put everybody else before themselves? Why do they tear themselves down? Why do they judge themselves? Why is that? Why do you think it is? And if that's you, share it with us. Why, why are you doing that? What do you feel is causing you to do that? Because we really want to get down to the root cause of it all so we can address it and start loving ourselves again. That's exactly what you want to do. I really believe people are just not educated when it comes to self-love. I believe they do not know what it truly means. What people are doing, um, and again, you're doing the best you can. You don't know any better. I didn't know any better. This is not like, hey, this is everything you're doing wrong. I'm just sharing what the reality is. There's a lot of people out there depending on outside things to control their level of love towards themselves. So maybe you're that person that's really caught up in, I'm physically going to go do this. I'm physically going to go do that. And, and I'm going to go do this. And that's going to improve my self-love. And you find out through doing that, you still feel the same you did six months ago. So what does that mean? That means this whole thing about... Um, using outside uh, techniques or tools to love yourself, that's not the answer. The answer is on the inside. The answer is on the inside. And the book that I refer to during this episode today will be Psycho-Cybernetics. So this is going to be the book. If you want this copy of this particular book, you have to go over to my YouTube channel in the description of this live stream right now is the link to this book. Also, um, this is linked in my university. So if you're part of my university already, um, which you guys can join the free community inside that, we have a link to the book as well. All right. So what's the bottom line? What we're doing because we don't know any better, is a lot of people go out there and they're told, yeah, you know, get your hair done, get your nails done, um, take your hikes, you know, do all these physical things on the outside, get the massage. But those things are temporary. They're temporary. Because the true love comes from within. The true love for yourself comes from within. And you want to write that down. You want to impress that into your mind, burn it into your mind. True love comes from within. And here's some things that we have going against people out there. Maybe you grew up in a situation where you did not see love. 
you were not taught about love and um, you didn't receive it. So what happens? You become an adult and uh, you don't know nothing about it. So you become used to not loving yourself. That's what happens. It's a programming thing. That's exactly what it is. This is right inside your subconscious mind. The change has to happen there. That's where the change has to happen. Inside the subconscious mind. So when we really think about it, it's nobody's fault, but the reality is this. If you're experiencing issues with loving yourself, what does that really look like? Well, let's go through it. You don't prioritize what truly makes you happy. You don't really invest in yourself. You let people walk all over you. Uh, you don't have any self-respect. And you seek people's validation and approval. You know what? That is so good. I have to write that down. <laughs> you should write that down. So let's go through that again. Number one, let me work backwards. You seek approval and attention. You put people before yourself, right? That was the second thing. Uh, what was it? What was the other thing? Uh, you let people walk all over you. The fourth thing was you don't invest into yourself. There was a fifth thing, but now I cannot recall it. Maybe one of you guys can. <laughs> but I think you guys are getting the, the jits. So if you're a person right now where you have a habit of seeking approval because you're seeking attention, you need validation. That's really what that is. And one word is validation. The second is you put people before yourself. The third is you let people walk all over you. You have no self-respect. That's what that is. You don't invest into yourself, so there's no personal development. Oh, and here's the fifth thing. I'm actually going to change it. Here's the fifth thing. You haven't forgiven yourself. You have a hard time doing that. You do not know what forgiveness is. Yeah, we're going deep on this one today. Yeah, this is really deep. You want to write this out while I go through this. What did I say? I say, how do you know you have a problem with self-love? How do you know you have a problem in that area? Well, let's read out one of these five symptoms. Number one, validation. You are seeking attention and approval from others. 
How do you do that? You repeatedly ask people for their opinions when you know you shouldn't. Number two, you put people before yourself. So when someone comes to you with some dream or idea that they're looking to do for themselves, you drop everything in your life and you start helping them. Number three, you let people walk all over you. There's no self-respect, meaning you allow people to either um, not respect your time. Um, you allow people to talk to you in a demeaning way. Uh, excuse me. And you are hanging around people who have no respect for you. They're taking advantage of you. Number four is you don't invest into yourself. Now, let me be clear about this. Um, it's amazing you're listening to the podcast, but I honestly would say everyone across the board needs a mentor, a coach, needs therapy, everybody. One way or another, they're going to need one of those, at least at a minimum. That's what I'm talking about investing into yourself. If you're not addressing this baggage or pain that you have inside, you're not really investing into yourself because that's what's weighing you down. You got to get, you got to get rid of that. And why would you get rid of it? Because there's something that you desire. You have a purpose, a vision, a goal for where you want to go in your life. That's the why behind that. And number five, uh, you don't know how to forgive yourself. Because you don't know how to forgive others and vice versa. You haven't forgiven people who have hurt you and you also don't know how to forgive yourself. So when we talk about self-love, we're talking about having unconditional love towards yourself. That's what we're talking about. This is what we're truly talking about. You see... Let's really go there. Let's talk about some of the biggest things that are happening in our society today. Let's first go to parenting. You have parents today who have decided to not get married and have kids, um, and they're doing it by themselves. Now, I'm not talking to the person who either experienced physical abuse and you had to get a divorce, obviously. I'm not talking about the person who may have had their significant other tragically die or something of that nature. I'm talking about the person who made poor decisions, had kids, never got married, and now they're in this position. You know why this is a problem? Because I know you haven't forgiven yourself for that, and you need to. You need to. And when you put yourself in that position, what happens? You start attracting people into your life that do not respect you. Then you develop this form of resentment, not only towards other people, but yourself. What about the individual who continues to live paycheck to paycheck, continues to spend their money on things that they know they don't need? Again, what do you do to yourself? Uh, this is self-inflicted wounds that we're talking about here. Emotional scars. You keep putting yourself in a stressful position. Then when you think of something that you want and you don't have the money for it, you immediately shoot yourself down. And you live in this lack mentality. 
this is all a direct result of people not truly loving themselves to the point where they have this level of respect that they're not going to subject themselves to mediocrity. They're not going to put up with other people and their opinions and their way of doing things. They're not going to settle for people and the way things have been. And, and they're not, they're done with that. Some of you guys are going to need to hear this today because this is a call out for some of you guys. And guess what? I had the same conversation with myself. I've been called out plenty of times. And just so you know, I know what I'm talking about. I served in the military, which means I was paid salary, a check every 1st and 15th. And every time I got paid, I had no money. Why? Because I didn't love myself. As soon as the money came in, it went out. I, I was purchasing things. I was spending money on other people. I was allowing other people to take advantage of me. This is what I was doing. So first we talked about the parenting. This is why you have to get right with yourself because I think it's, it's a trifecta when it comes to as a parent. <laughs> if you're not addressing it, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting your kids. You're hurting your life. That's really what's happening. Number two, if you're struggling with your finances, you have to listen today because the source of that, you don't love yourself. And how are you going to get the things that you want in your life? How are you going to go out there and experience more of life if you're always struggling with when you, how are you going to pay the next bill? Right? That's just your attention is not going to be where it needs to be. Your attention is going to be, can I pay this? Can I pay this? Oh, I don't have enough money. You're going to be in a state of anxiety, if not depression. Now let's go to the other side because these people have the same issue. What about the individual who's trying too hard? You look too perfect. You're trying to one up everybody. You think you're better than everybody. You think you're superior. You know why you're doing that? Because somewhere inside you, you think you're not enough. You don't really love yourself. So you think you have to overcompensate with your image. So you go out there, you got the nice car. You dress nicely. You go the extra mile with everything, but you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And the more you continue to do it, the more you notice no one really wants to be around you. Everybody says you're too serious. Everybody says you're intimidating. And again, it really doesn't matter what others say. Just look at the results. If you're bankrupt when it comes to relationships, it's a self-love issue. So it doesn't matter whether you're the person walking, being walked all over or you're the person walking over other people, they both have the same issue. Someone's undercompensating, the other is overcompensating. You don't need to walk over anybody to get to where you want to go. That, that's reality. Um, you don't need to say, well, my career is more important than anything else in this world, when you'll find in time that that's not really true. Because life is more than your career. And for the people who have a family out there and you're saying that, you'll see if you haven't already. This is a self-love issue. 
So who else are we talking about? Well, what about the woman or the man? But let's talk about the woman first. Who keeps dressing provocatively. Who barely wears any clothes. Sets her phone up on the tripod. And starts dancing and uploading that to social media every day. And every day she wakes up, she's looking for the likes. She's looking for the attention. She's looking for the comments of people commenting on her body image. Just seeking that attention. What about the man who tries to treat every woman he comes into contact with like his mother? Has no self-respect for himself. He's awkward when it comes to communication. He's got no backbone. He has no assertiveness. Women just take advantage of him. Women clean out his bank account. This is a deep conversation today. I felt it's something that needed to be addressed. Because if we're going to live a life of purpose, we're going to have to love ourselves a little bit more here. And we're going to have to start taking some responsibility on the way we've been living our life up to this point. And we've just got to change. That's just the bottom line on that. It doesn't matter who you are. This is not a conversation that you're broken, you made all the mistakes in the world, and you're effed up. That's not this conversation. In fact, this, converse, this conversation today is about answering the question of why that has happened and what you should do about it. It's happened because there's a lack of self-love on your behalf. You don't love yourself enough. If you're a woman out there and you're continually being physically abused and you haven't gone down to the police station, you don't love yourself enough. That's the bottom line. That's what no one wants to say. And although that is a tough situation to be in, which one I will never understand, of course, the end result still has to happen. You need to love yourself enough to get out of there. Or maybe you're not really in a physical abusive relationship. Maybe you're in toxic relationships. Do you love yourself enough to walk away? I think that's the question here. For the people who are having a hard time with their relationships, do you love yourself enough to walk away from a toxic person? Yes or no? I... It's everybody across the board. It doesn't matter who you are. And we truly look at these situations, these outcomes, and we trace them back to the root cause. You'll find that the person truly is experiencing one of these five symptoms. They're seeking validation. They put everybody before themselves. They let everybody walk all over them. They truly have not invested into their purpose, into their dream, into themselves. And they don't know how to forgive yet. So they're stuck. They're stuck. And I know this because 
these five symptoms was me at one point in time. This is exactly me. Now, how did I get there? Well, it's the way I grew up. I didn't know any better. When you're born with someone who's a drug addict and they immediately separate you from her and then your father comes and gets you out of the hospital and then he drops you off at his baby mama's house um, and then he takes off. Needless to say, you know, the cards weren't dealt the best in the beginning. But I made the best of them up to this point, by the way. But the bottom line is, why did I have these symptoms? Well, that's one. Number two, uh, when you're sexually abused as a child, you're going to have these symptoms. Or if you've been through traumatic events, of course, you're going to have these symptoms. And sometimes it's not something physical. It could just be emotional. It could be the way that people were speaking to you. And your subconscious mind as a kid from zero to seven is wide open. So it doesn't matter if they had good intentions. Doesn't matter if they didn't think nothing of it. It's in your subconscious mind. And every time you go to take a step outside your comfort zone, those limiting beliefs, those negative ideas are going to scream. This is why we have this show. This is why you need understanding. Because what are you supposed to do when you've got that person in your mind telling you that you're nothing, you're worth nothing, you're terrible, you, you can't do this, you can't do that, you're broke, you're, you're a mistake. What do you do when you have things like that running in your mind? How do you deal with that? Well, I learned it comes down to one word, understanding. That's how you deal with that. When you have the right level of understanding, meaning you understand yourself, you understand your worth, you understand what self-love truly means, you understand the meaning of your life, you'll get past all that. But I had these symptoms because of all that. I didn't have a father. So any attention that I was getting, I did not respond in the right way to. I would put everybody before myself, that's for sure. I would say I did let people disrespect me. I did. Now, for the men who are watching this right now and you didn't have a father, I think number three, you should really put your attention on. Because it's my belief that a man should be able to wake up in the morning, he should be confident, assertive, and he should lead and know where he is going. And you can't do that when you're letting people walk all over you. There's no way that's going to happen. And people don't even need to hear what you got to say. They can feel the energy. When you walk in the room, they know when you're confident and they know when you're not. Why is that? Because I said this on another show. Generally speaking, when a boy is raised by his mother and not his father, he becomes extra sensitive. He does not become masculine. He does not become assertive. He becomes sensitive. He becomes very 
reactionary in things that happen to his life, he becomes angry. As men, we should not be angry. We should be calm, poised, relaxed. Everybody, it doesn't matter whether you're a woman or man, everybody. But the bottom line here is, um, yeah, that happened to me. And when that happens to you, and you're putting everybody before yourself, and you're letting people walk all over you, then what happens? You develop resentment. Resentment towards people, resentment towards the world, even resentment towards yourself. It's like we would say in the military, it's a clusterfuck. Because it's just a never-ending loop of self-inflicted wounds. Because you're not addressing the root cause to these symptoms, which is your self-love. That's exactly what this is. And it's exactly what will continue to happen if you don't address that. Now, getting one book and reading it is not enough. Having the knowledge is not enough. It's the understanding that is required. It's the application that is required to get past this. But I would say before you can get to that level, you're going to need to have a burning desire because it's going to be painful. You're going to have to face some demons, so to speak, in your closet there. You're going to have to revisit some painful memories in the beginning. It's going to hurt a little bit. And that's why I said your desire has to be stronger than the pain itself. You got to want to change. You got to really want to love yourself. And for me, what was the breaking point? I just got to a point where I was just fed up. I really felt like it's either I'm going to change or this is it for my life. What's it going to be, Devori? And of course, I made the decision to change. But it was, I'm not going to say it was cookies and milk. There was some frustrating times. There was... Um, or there were doubts and, and, and painful memories that I had to revisit, of course. But the beautiful thing about life, the answers we need are already here on how to do those things effectively. But you've got to have an open heart and open mind to follow the instructions and keep following them until one day you wake up and you don't feel the same anymore. You feel positive. You feel better. You feel like you love yourself. When you walk by the mirror, you can look at yourself and feel the emotion of love. That's where I want you to be. I want you to be even on your worst day. You can look in the mirror and still say, oh, I love you so much. Because that is what unconditional love is. There's no judgment. There's no condemning yourself. There's no criticizing there's a difference between tearing yourself down and holding yourself accountable. There's a difference between blaming yourself and taking responsibility. We have to start understanding the difference. And listen, I highly recommend if you haven't listened to my episode on how you feel about yourself is everything, I would go back and listen to that. Because one of the things that I talk about in there is the words that you're using 
to describe yourself and your life, that's everything. Like words like I'm struggling, I can't, I hate, I hope, we'll see. Your subconscious mind doesn't hear a decision and all that. So it's not going to help you. Which is what the subconscious mind is designed to do. It's designed to execute what you impress upon it. Does not discriminate. You see why this is a clusterfuck. When you keep sitting there, tearing yourself down, you keep sending messages and ideas to your subconscious mind to repeat that. So your subconscious mind is going to send out negative energy. Your behavior is going to be negative, And the universe is going to react to that with the same level of energy. And the self-love is located in the subconscious mind. That's what it's about. Self-love. No self-love. No success. Because the success is not going to mean anything, guys. You see, I didn't love myself when I was in the military. I thought I had to prove things to people. I got a chip on my shoulder. You know, my family, they screwed me. My cousin, he molested me. My my two parents, they're shitbags. You know, F this world. F everybody. I'm going to go get mine. That was my attitude. I don't care about friends. I don't care about relationships. I'm going to get my success. I'm going to prove people wrong. And you know what's funny? When you think that way, You're thinking like you're better than everybody else. And when you do get to the mountaintop of success, you feel empty. You feel like something's missing because you weren't you weren't going after that success because of purpose, because of a calling, because you want to help people and serve. You are going after that because you're selfish. You're resentful. You've got pain inside you that you haven't dealt with. That was me. And nobody's going to be sitting there at the mountaintop with you saying, oh, congratulations, you proved me wrong. Nobody does that. You're waiting for other people to acknowledge you. You'll be waiting for the rest of your life. You are responsible for acknowledging the true person inside of you. The person that you really are. The person that's made in God's image. You're spiritually perfect. You should be acknowledging that person. This is a you versus you conversation. So I guess the question would be, are you ready for that? Are you ready to face that? Now, if you would have asked me when I was 25, I wasn't going to listen to you. I'm fresh from Afghanistan. I'm drinking whiskey every day. And uh, I'm trying to remember what I used to drink every day. Oh, it was called wild turkey. Yeah. Some of you guys know what I'm talking about. (laughs) You see, I got back from Afghanistan expecting my family to be there and congratulate me. They were not there. And I took that so wrong because I didn't love myself. 
You have to love yourself to a point where you don't need validation. I was looking for validation. You know, I was looking for attention. And I responded with drinking. I started drinking wild turkey every day and smoking cigarettes. Now I was already smoking cigarettes because of my deployment. Uh, I didn't really was I was never really a cigarette smoker. It's just a habit you get when you're deployed. Unfortunately, you're not thinking for yourself. And honestly, when you're in a stressful environment, you're going to do whatever you got to do. So the bottom line is that um, I tell that story because you have a story like that yourself. Something happened along the line and you did not respond accordingly. So you developed a bad habit. Nobody told you this information. So you're just reacting to your life. And the problem is it leads to bad habits. It leads to more limiting beliefs. It leads to more self-sabotaging behavior. And to make matters worse, for the veterans who are watching this, you already know what happens. Well, I've been drinking. I have PTSD. I think I need help. You go down to the VA and what do they do? Hey, here's more pills. Here's more medication. And that just makes it worse. It's truly a self-love issue. When we peel it all back, we just really don't know who we are. And we're not really in tune with our higher self. And as a result, we get caught up in this physical world of what people are saying and what people are doing and what has happened. And we're allowing that to control our self-worth, how we treat ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, what we believe about, about ourselves. I don't even have to open this book. This is my life right here. This was my life. The stories that he, he shares in this book, it's exactly what happened to me. So we got to start understanding what self-love really is. I, I would say, one, it's based on unconditional love towards yourself and towards other people. Two, you're living in alignment with your spiritual self, not your physical body. Not your physical world. You live in alignment or from the place of your spiritual self. Meaning when you see things take place, when you see yourself do things that maybe fall short of your values, you operate from your spiritual self, understanding that that's not really you. That's just old habits, old programming, but that's not you. You get yourself in a position where you separate yourself and stop allowing the negative thoughts, the negative Nancy in your head, the past situations to control your identity. You start observing, you start separating yourself from that. And you realize who you are. I think by now, everybody has some idea. We're more than this physical body. I genuinely believe people probably have sat on their couch one time or another in their car and they were thinking, there's got to be more to life than just this body. I got to be more than this. Well, you are. And you could see this. You can. Because 
where's your imagination at? Can you see your imagination? Is your imagination a physical component of your body? Can you see that? It's non-physical. You can't see your imagination. You can't x-ray an imagination. It's non-physical. You can't see it. I think you're getting the point here. Because... That's what truly separates us from animals, is we have the ability to think and imagine what we want to think. Nobody can make you think what you don't want to think. And because of those tools that God has given us, we are allowed to create this reality that we live in. This is how you know you're more than just your physical body. And I believe when you start truly understanding that, you can separate yourself from this, these years of condemning yourself and judging yourself and judging others and, and tearing yourself down because you're just doing that because you think, I am my mistakes. I am the past hurt that was done against me. I am the limiting beliefs. You're not any of that. You're just a person who has experienced that, but that's not who you are. Now, you may have to let that run around in your mind on repeat for the rest of the year. And if you do that, I guarantee one day you're going to wake up and it's just going to be like, wow, I am not these things anymore. And you're going to feel entirely different. You will. You will. Now, there is another book I recommend that you read. Um, and listen, before I say this, the goal is not for you to find all these books to read and try to read all of them. The goal for you is to figure out what is one thing you want to change about yourself when it comes to self-love. And if you just focus on that, you will be more successful in making that a permanent change. But if you try to go out there and read a thousand different books and change a thousand different things about yourself, you will not make any progress whatsoever. You will overwhelm your mind. It won't work. This is why I tell the story that was written in The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. He says, imagine you get into a taxi and you start giving the taxi driver five different directions. Well, the taxi driver is going to look at you and say, I can't take you anywhere. That's the way your mind works. You start giving your mind all these conflicting messages and all these ideas, you're going to be all over the place. So as I go through this today, I want you to understand something. Just think of one thing that you could change about the way that you love yourself and let that be your focus. And what we talk about, use those principles to apply to that one thing. And if you can do that, and if you could commit yourself to doing that, just for the next 30 days, I can guarantee you're going to experience a change. You will feel the difference. One thing at a time, young grasshopper. One thing at a time. Now, that book would be this one. The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Now, let me read this to you. I just sent this to my client last night. Uh, let's see here. Again, 
you must, you may have to read this. Because when I read this, I didn't understand it in the beginning either. You will come to see that the mind talks all the time because you gave it a job to do. You use it as a protection mechanism, a form of defense. Ultimately, it makes you feel more secure as long as that's what you want. You will be forced to constantly... Sorry, my connection got cut off there. Uh, you will be forced to constantly use your mind to buffer yourself from your life instead of living it. And here is where the message holds true. True personal growth is about transcending the part of you that is not okay and needs protection. True personal growth is about disconnecting yourself from that person who feels like, I need validation, I need security, I need approval. This is done by constantly remembering that you are the one inside that notices your mind talking. All that self-inner talk that goes on. That's not you. That's not you. You're experiencing that, that but that's not you. Let me read that again. This is done by constantly remembering that you are the one inside that notices this inner voice talking. That is the way out. The one inside who is aware that you are always talking to yourself about yourself is always silent. To be aware that you are watching this voice talking in your mind is like standing on top of a mountaintop and seeing everything that's going on. You can do this in your mind. You've had times where you're sitting there and you're just observing what you're thinking about. The person that's observing the thoughts that you're having, that's you, not the thoughts. If used properly, um, or yeah, if used properly, you will come to know the one who watches the voice in your head, you will come to know that this is one of the greatest mysteries of creation. Uh, I would get this book. I would get this book if I were you. I would get this book. Now, you may have to reread that a few times because I didn't really understand it. Understand it. Now, he, he has another paragraph where I think he makes it a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit simpler the way that he wrote it. He said, there is nothing more important to true growth in life than realizing that you are not the voice in your mind. You are the one who hears it. If you don't understand this, you would try to figure out which of the many things that your mind is telling you is really you. You will get lost in believing these things that your mind tells you. The answer is simple. None of them. This is one of the greatest, I think, awakenings that we can ever have, especially spiritually, that we are not the thoughts that we're having. We are, we are not those thoughts. We are the person who has the ability to observe those thoughts. We get to choose which thought we believe in. We get to choose what we're going to think about. Who's doing that? It's the non-physical side of you that's doing that. The mistake that people are making is when they have these thoughts racing in their mind, 
because of these symptoms, they're identifying with them. They're believing them. I'll give you an example. Um, say somebody says something to you that's disrespectful and you get triggered. Right there in that moment, you get to decide, am I going to believe in what my mind is telling me? Or am I going to sit back and not get involved in that? You have an option to do that. When someone is screaming at you, maybe you're at work, you know, maybe it's your manager, maybe it's your kid. Well, in that moment, you get to decide, am I going to believe the negative thoughts that are going on in my mind? Or am I going to sit back and wait for those to pass by? And respond accordingly, choosing to think my own truth. It's a really good question. Because you're going to need to develop that habit to get past these symptoms. Excuse me. You're going to need to develop the habit of choosing what you want to believe in and what you want to think. You have the power of choice. You can choose to think whatever you want to think. But remember something. You're not the thoughts. You're the person having the thoughts. So stop getting so emotionally involved in what you're thinking about. I will give you this other example. Think of the last time you were at work or maybe it was your significant other or maybe you were at your family's house or your friend's house, whatever the case might have been, and another person was upset. And you have a choice in that moment. You can get upset with them or you don't have to get upset. That's your choice. Meaning you can sit there and observe and choose what you're going to think and how you're going to respond, or you're going to allow them to get you upset because they're upset. That's a choice that you make. And these examples are so important because this concept of loving yourself unconditionally is all about the voice in your head. You're either going to let that voice in your head control your life or you're going to start guiding that voice and getting in control of it. This is the inner dialogue that we're talking about here. The stuff that you tell yourself when no one's there. This is what we're talking about. This is why I had to make the point that just because you have these negative thoughts that are happening in your mind, that doesn't mean they're true. That doesn't mean that it's you. That's not what it means. We have to understand our mind and the way that it works. We have a subconscious mind. And it's got some ideas that are fixed in there from our childhood. And those ideas express themselves through your thinking.
So when you're having these negative thoughts pop up, you have to understand where they're coming from in the first place. That's why they're not true. And that's why I say you have to develop the habit of choosing your thoughts carefully. You have to decide to choose your thoughts carefully. So, again, I recommend that you guys read chapter one and two of The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. The first chapter is all about understanding that the voice in your head is not you. That's not you. You're the person who is aware of that voice. You're not the voice itself. Why is that such an important distinction? Because if you keep believing that you are the voice, then you become whatever the voice says. So the voice keeps saying on repeat that you're not worthy, that you're a piece of shit, and you can't do this and you can't do that. That's exactly who you will become. It's nobody's fault that we were dealt the cards of our life, the way that it started. I had no control over the fact that my parents were drug addicts and I was molested and bullied and all this other stuff. I had no control over that. And one day I realized, why am I killing myself over this? Why am I doing that? Because I was choosing to believe in these negative voices, these negative ideas because of those situations. I was choosing to identify with them. I was choosing to own them. I was choosing to do that. And you got to get yourself to a point where you got to let the, the dead bury the dead. You got to let that stuff go. And I think part of that process, which is what I went through, is understanding that that's not me to begin with. That's not who I am. That's not what happened to me. That's what happened for me to realize this information. We all are going to face some level of resistance through our life if we plan on growing. And for some of us, we faced a lot of resistance from the day we set foot on this earth. But that doesn't mean it's a negative thing. We get to choose what we're going to make it is the point. And however you choose to tell your story, that's going to dictate the outcome. So when we, we think about these symptoms of seeking validation, putting people before yourself, letting people walk all over you, not really investing into yourself and making changes and setting boundaries, um, not forgiving yourself. Why? It's because you don't know who you really are. You don't truly love yourself. You have allowed those symptoms, your past, and what people are saying and doing to define your identity and who you are. You believe that what people say is who you are. But it's just not the truth. It's just not the truth. And for some of you guys, you're going to need to go back and really listen to what I said today. Because you need to let it sink in your mind for a bit. 
We know we have a soul. We know we're spiritual beings. We know this. We have some idea that we're more than this body. People are thinking self-love is the body. It's the, I'm going to go get this done on my body. I'm going to go get this plastic surgery. I'm going to go change my clothes. I'm going to... That's not it, guys. Those are external things. Self-love comes from within. It comes from you truly realizing who you are and starting to align yourself with that person. Your spiritual self. I mean, if you just think about it, you know you have greatness within you. You know you're special. You know you're unique. You know you can figure it out and you have up to this point. That should be enough for you to know that you're better than what you're treating yourself or how you're, how you're treating yourself. I think we get to a point where we're just conditioned to put all of our attention on what is wrong and mistakes that that you're making because that's what happened to you as a kid. When you made a mistake, when you did something wrong, the world was falling apart. Your parents put so much attention on that because they never put any attention on what you were doing good. So you just get trained and conditioned to do that to yourself. That's a losing life. That's a life of destruction. Constantly criticizing yourself. You're just continuing to send negative information to your subconscious mind. And that puts you in a negative vibration. And what happens? You continue to attract things that a negative vibration is going to attract. Meaning you're sending out negative energy. You can only get negative energy back. For every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. So let's look at this. You're seeking validation because of why. Your energy is coming from a place of lack. So what energy are you sending out? Lack. So what is the universe going to respond with? Lack. You put everybody before yourself. Why is that? Scarcity and fear that you'll be judged and criticized also lack because you feel you're not worthy. So what energy are you sending out? Fear, scarcity, and lack. You let people walk all over you. Why? Because you feel you're not enough. So what energy are you sending out? Energy that you don't feel like you're enough and you let people walk all over you. So who are you going to attract? People who walk all over you. You don't invest into yourself. You keep self-sabotaging everything that you're doing. So what happens? Situations keep coming into your life that cause more confusion, more overwhelm, and send you down the path to self-sabotage. You haven't forgiven yourself. So what energy are you sending out? Energy of anger, guilt, shame, resentment. So what do you get back? The same. And they come in the form of people and situations. You see, you don't have to go very far to know what's going on inside. Just look at what you've attracted into your life up to this point. Who do you hang around? Who is your significant other? 
what has happened. It all is a direct result of what's going on internally. See, when I didn't love myself, the people that came into my life, whether it was relationships or people, they were the same way. They didn't love themselves either. That's the way that it works. Because they're in harmony with each other. So let's go back to some statements I made earlier that caught some of your guys' attention. The woman out there who's dressing with barely any clothes and takes a bunch of selfies and puts them on Instagram and TikTok and creates provocative videos, who is she attracted into her life? Men who have no respect, people who have no respect, that's because she doesn't respect herself. It's clear as day. One plus one equals two on that. The person out there who doesn't want anybody's help and wants to do it by themselves, what are you attracting? More resistance. That's unnecessary. The person who thinks that you're better than everybody, that you're superior, that you have to be perfect, what are you going to attract? I don't think it takes a genius to figure this out. I don't think it takes medication to figure this out. I just think it just takes a commitment to truly start understanding who you are and all the answers will be revealed. I really believe that. I got past all that situations in my childhood, not by seeking medication and um, outside circumstances. I went within myself. And I started learning about who I really am. And that laid the steps for me to start living my purpose. And start loving myself and start doing things I truly want to do. And so as a result, I don't have the same type of people in my life anymore. I don't find myself around people like I used to be around. When I walk into a room and I'm around other people, people are different. They respond to me differently. They respond with positivity because I am just so positive. Because I know who I am. When you know who you are and you're operating from that place and you walk in a room, people are going to feel that energy every single time. And every now and then, you're going to come across someone who wants, who has negativity and they want to express it and they may try to express it on you, but that ain't going to have no impact on you because you're all in on you. You know who you are. You love yourself unconditionally. You love yourself enough to the point where just because somebody else is upset doesn't mean I have to be. You love yourself enough just because somebody starts trolling me and wants to make negative comments doesn't mean I need to respond. Doesn't mean I need to take it personal. That's where you want to get yourself to. Because when you look at other people, once you understand this, you realize what's going on with them. The same thing that was going on with you. The only reason why people are expressing negativity towards other people is because they're hurting inside. They have the same issues that we've spoken about today. 
or we were speaking about today. That's why they're doing that. Not because they really want to. So we don't need to spend any time criticizing, judging, or condemning them. We should be focusing on ourselves. That just comes through understanding or from understanding. I talked about these five symptoms today because we all know what it feels like to do these things. And we talked about up to this point, why do these happen? Well, you're a product of your environment. You're a product of your environment. You're a product of your parents, their conditioning, their programming, genetically and environmentally. That's why these things happen. Whatever you were exposed to from when you were a child, that's why they happen. But what do we do about it? That's the question. What do you do about it? Well, step number one, and I already gave you guys this recommendation. Step number one would be to do this. Step number one would be to get this book, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Okay? Step number one, and read the first two chapters. That'd be step number one. I've read this book. Abs like when I first started, my first year of my own journey, this was a book that I read. I don't often refer to it today because... I actually gave it away to somebody and I haven't read it since. Um, but when I was on a phone call with a client last night, um, I had recently ordered the book again because this topic that we're talking about today, this would be the reference. It'd be this. And an additional book that you should have is Psycho-Cybernetics. Those are really two good books on that issue. Um, there's another good book that talks about it as well. That would be The Greatest Secret by Rhonda Byrne. And um, she writes it in a very simplistic way, which for some people is amazing. For others, they don't like how simple it is. I think it's amazing. But um, that would be another book that I would look into. But here's the bottom line. I don't care what you do. You got to do something differently. So step number one is you need to educate yourself on wh who you are. Education, understanding. That's step number one. Nothing's going to happen if you don't understand who you are. That's the root cause. That's the foundation. Who am I? Question mark. Am I my name? Am I this hand? Am I this body? Am I, am I the name that I've been given? Am I Devori? Who am I? Understand that question and see if you understand what the answer really is. This is why I'd recommend getting those books. Listen, to make it simple, just get the untethered soul. Just keep it simple. Now, once you start understanding who you are, step number two, I say, is true forgiveness. You got to forgive what has happened up to this point. You got to forgive yourself. You got to forgive the people and you just got to forgive these situations. 
And when I say forgiveness, I'm not talking about I'm going to forgive, but I won't forget, which is what Maxwell Maltz says in Psycho Cybernetics. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about absolute forgiveness. True forgiveness, like it never happened. Now, this is a show in and of itself, but I will say this really quick. When it comes to forgiveness, you can go about it two ways. Number one, you could just change the story because you understand what the truth really is. Because for so long, you've been buying into a, a different story that isn't serving you. you. That's option one. Option two is you can go back to these painful memories and do something called revision. Where you change what you remember about what happened. And you start looking at it, uh, you start changing what happened and make it positive. Um, you could do that. Number three, actually there's three options. You can go back to that painful memory and act as if you're talking to your young self and let them know what's about to happen and tell, and tell your, the, the inner child in you what the truth is. Regardless of whatever you do, there's one main principle. You need to go back and change the story. You got to change your perception on what actually happened. And that's going to help you with forgiveness. Um, but I think education around forgiveness is important. This is why I said that's another show in and of itself. And I may do that this week. We'll see. Um, but step number one, educating yourself on who you are. Step number two would be absolute forgiveness. Meaning you forgive, you've forgiven yourself, you've forgiven the other person, you've forgiven these situations to the point where you don't even remember them. That's the level of forgiveness that you want to get to. And if you do remember them, you're only remembering the good in it. That way, it no longer has control over you. And number three, you're going to need to start acting like a person who has love for themselves. This is going to come down to one thing and one thing only, your decision making. That's what it's going to come down to. This is why the first two steps are... I don't think you can make better decisions when it comes to yourself unless you know who you are and you have forgiveness. Then you can start making better decisions on a more consistent basis. Obviously, you got to make a decision to even want to study this information. And obviously, you got to make a decision to forgive. But outside of that, all these other decisions you got to make on a daily basis. Am I going to go hang out with this person? Am I going to go do this on Friday night? Am I going to go buy this thing I don't need? Am I going to go ask this person's approval? These are all decisions that you're making. Well, if you already know who you are and you're operating with true forgiveness with yourself, those decisions will be different moving forward. And so step number three is you've got to make decisions like you are this person who loves themselves. You have to. If you truly love yourself, make a decision as if that is true. And this is going to come down to a lot of different things that may feel uncomfortable for you. 
because you may be faced with a decision. Am I going to continue to hang around this person? And maybe that person's been around for a while. Maybe that person is funny, but they're really toxic. You got to make a decision on that. Will hanging around that person help you get to where you want to go? Will hanging around that person help you truly love yourself? Or will it do the opposite? That's a decision you may be faced with. You may be faced with a decision on what you're eating every day. Is what I'm eating really representing the way that I love myself? Or am I eating myself into the grave? It's a legitimate question. And it's a decision you're going to have to make. I'm not telling you you need to be some health nut. I'm just telling you that some people, they're eating themselves to death. They're not nourishing their body whatsoever. You're going to be faced with a decision. Am I going to keep wearing provocative clothes and putting up all this makeup and looking to change my body image because I want to look like Kim Kardashian? Or am I going to start looking like who I really am? That's a big decision. And I don't think those individuals can make that decision unless they know who they are and they have forgiveness. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, God. Hold on. My phone just died. Hold on, guys. Oh, they're going to kill me on TikTok, aren't they? <laughs> All right. Some of them will head over to YouTube, of course. Another decision that you're going to be faced with. Are you going to stop projecting your baggage on your children and face the music and fix yourself. Are you going to stop projecting your hate towards yourself onto other people? Right? These are decisions you're faced with every day. Um, and I think to make those decisions, a person has the right, right foundation. They know who they are. They're starting to learn about who they are. They're starting to see that they're more than what they've been told that they believe that they were in the past, that they're more than what has happened to them, that they get to decide who they want to be. They get to decide how they're going to live. You're also going to be faced with a decision on what are you going to be spending your money on? Why do so many people go to the bar on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, even Sunday? 
spending all that money when they could be taking the same money and investing into themselves? Why would people do that? But that is a decision that they're faced with. That is a decision. And when you have these first two steps down, um, step number three, which is making better decisions, is going to be easier. And remember, what is a decision? A decision is based on what you want, and it's expressed through your actions. So let me say that again. A decision is based upon what you want, or it's based on what you want, and it's only expressed through your actions, your behavior. Hold on. Let's see if it lets me resume here on TikTok. What is this? Resume. There we go. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you guys for your patience. Um, so let me back up. You're going to be faced with a decision if you're a parent out there. For people who are on TikTok who missed this, um, my phone died, so I appreciate you guys' patience. So let me repeat what I just said. Okay, let me repeat what I just said. Um, you may be that parent out there right now where you're going to be faced with a decision today to stop projecting your baggage on your children, to stop reacting and being triggered by what they're doing. You have to love yourself enough to not do that to them. Because when you do that to them, they're just going to do it back to you. I also was talking about the finances. You're going to be faced with a decision to stop burning your money on things that don't provide value in your life. So if you're that person that's going to the bar on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you're spending your money and you're the one paying for the drinks. You got to wake up and you got to start loving yourself. And I'm not making any of this up because either this was me or this is people I've worked with personally that have, that were doing things like this. You don't have to go very far to see this with people. They are burning their money on things that don't matter. And then they say, what? I don't have any money. I don't have enough money to invest in myself. Yeah, because you're wasting money on things. That's why. Like if we were to audit your bank account and you're spending in the last 30 days, what will it say? What story will it tell? Will it tell the story of someone who has self-respect who loves themselves, who is investing into themselves, who's budgeting their money properly, or will it show someone who's out of control? The results will tell the story. You may have all your reasonings on why that is, but at the end of the day, the root cause is, do you love yourself enough to make these changes? That's what it's really going to come down to. And 
I'm not the self-love police. You can see this for yourself. You're going to be faced with decisions and people are going to push back and you got to stand up for yourself. Here's another decision you're going to be faced with. Are you going to put your dream on hold again so you can help someone else's dream? There's a reason why you have your own dream. Because that's who you really are. That's what you should be doing. But because we seek the validation and the approval of others and we want to feel like we're worth something and we're needed, we're willing to throw our dreams away for other people's dreams. And that is not a happy life. That's a life that is destined for resentment and regret. Now, don't get it confused. Some of your dreams align with somebody else's dreams where you're helping each other, of course. But generally speaking here, that's not usually the case. Some of you guys are allowing another person to use you. And you got to wake up and realize, don't get mad at them. That's a, that's a you issue. If you don't love yourself enough to stand up and say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to tolerate that anymore. This is what I want to do. This is what I want. And I'm prepared to do whatever it takes to go after it. If you're not prepared to do that, you're going to continue to have people who use you. I think you may have this, or some of you guys out there, you may have this feeling that you need people around you. You need. You don't need anything. You already have everything you need. Food, air, and water. Are you going to allow people who provide no value to just be around you because you just want people around you? Again, it's just a lack of self-love. It really is. And if we're not prepared to start studying who we really are and understanding who we are, we'll be dealing with this for the rest of our life. And that's the crossroads I was at. I had to make a decision. Was I going to continue to live a life of being triggered over everything? Living a life where I feel like I'm not enough and people are taking advantage of me and I got nothing to show for all my hard work. Is that what my life is going to be about? Is that what your life is going to be about? Or are you going to make a decision to say, you know what? It's time for me to wake up and start truly loving myself. Because you're the one that has to wake up in the morning and live your life. Stop making your life all about what other people are doing. Stop making your life about your parents. They're adults too. They made their own decisions. 
That's another issue when it comes to self-love. You got people out there, they're so consumed with what their parents are doing wrong that you can't control what they do. They made their decisions. You need to make yours. You can't allow what, what's going on with them to impact your life. And as simple as that sounds, I know it's a challenge, but it's the truth. Just because they are making bad decisions in their relationships, in their life, financially or with their health, that doesn't mean that gives you the right to get so upset and take on their pain and their frustration and put it on your shoulders. Why would you do that to yourself? That's their responsibility, not yours. You got to love yourself to a point where you don't feel guilty for that. You should not feel guilty for that. For the parents in the room, how many of you have had your kid uh, be bitten or scratched by a cat or a dog? And how many times did you tell your child not to do that? Stop playing with the dog. And they refused to listen. So then what happened? They got their ass bit. Do you feel guilty about that? People have to be given the opportunity to make their own choices and face what the consequences are, whether they're good or bad. If we try to interject into that and control that, we're not allowing these people to think for themselves. We're trying to do the thinking for them. And this is either happening from uh, in, in your relationships with your significant other. This could be happening with your kids where you're not allowing them to make their own decisions. This could be happening as you're older and your parents are still making uh, decisions that are not good. One way or another, we got to stop this whole need of wanting to interject in people's lives and control the decisions that they make. That's outside of our control. You have to love yourself enough to not do that in the first place and then not feel guilty about it. Because if you're not happy, what's the point? And you know, when you do things like that, it does not lead to happiness. It leads to what? More stress, more anxiety, more depression, more fights, more miscommunication. If anything, it's just going to push your relationship away. That's exactly what will happen. All because you don't love yourself enough to just let it go. Stop trying to control everything. Just control yourself. That's all you can do. And I'm, am I saying this is easy as cookies and milk? You know, ABC, one, two, three. I'm not saying that. I am saying it's, an, it's necessary. It warrants your attention. Uh, and I would say if you want to live a happy life and you truly want to love yourself, you need to just start doing that. Uh, and this is why setting boundaries, not because of scarcity or fear or lack, but setting boundaries because you want to experience more joy and happiness um, is a thing. I didn't have anybody who told me any of this when I was 18. 
So I just walked around with a lot of anger, resentment, guilt, shame. And I took it out on everybody that I came into contact with. But ultimately, I was taking it out on myself. And when I started to understand that I'm not these thoughts, I'm not what has happened to me, I'm not these pain that I'm experiencing, this guilt, this shame, this embarrassment, that's not who I am. Um, then I started to wake up and realize that I, I can stop, I, I can finally learn how to stop allowing those things to control me. I can finally do that. And you can do that. But I think it takes those three steps. Step number one is understanding who you really are. Step two, true forgiveness with yourself, the people, and the situation. Step three, you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision like you are the person who has love for themselves. That's what it just has to be. And if I go back one to step two on the forgiveness part, remember, part of that is you changing the story about what has happened. Because the only reason why you don't love yourself like you did when you were three years old is because of what happened to you, what you're exposed to. So it's always there. It will always be there. You just got to make a decision to do that. I gave you guys the references of The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Um, I would get this book. Um, I also talked about Psycho-Cybernetics. Really good chapter uh, 10 where he talks about forgiveness. Um, there's another book here, The Greatest Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Uh, and uh, the whole book is based on this concept of stop believing your thoughts. I can go on and on and on. There's plenty of books on this issue. But if there is one you were going to read, I would start reading The Untethered Soul. And I would really make that a part of your journey to finally step it into who you really are. That's exactly my, my primary recommendation. I, I honestly believe that is, that is the, the one habit. If you're going to master self-love, the one habit you have to master is this habit of truly understanding yourself. That every day you're seeking more and more to understand you. And you can't do that if you don't pick up the book and start studying it and applying that information. So I think we hit a point where I really want to hear from you guys. What are your thoughts about these symptoms? Of validation, putting people before yourself, um, letting people take advantage of you, not investing into yourself, not really exercising forgiveness. What are your questions? What are your comments on this? Is there anything I missed? Is there anything I should speak on in regards to this topic? I, I try to cover different areas where we've seen people who on social media you know they don't have any self-love. Look how they dress. Look how they express themselves. 
Um, I'm not talking about a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. I'm talking about someone who barely has any clothes on and they're purposely shaking their ass and putting that on social media. And if they think they're going to find a husband who respects them, man, that ain't going to happen. That ain't gonna happen. I, I can I can go down a whole road on that whole topic, but I just I just I don't even know why social media even allows that. But that's another rant for another day. The other rant could be the parent who's over there just judging every move your kid makes and never allowing them to make a decision and really expressing your fears on them. Man, you're gonna ruin that relationship. You got to get yourself right. That person who's out there burning the money, you're just spending money on dumb shit. Nothing that provides any value. You want to get everything that's brand new. Not because you really want it, but because you're trying to fill a hole inside. You're not driving that car because you really are obsessed with nice cars. You're driving the car because you think you have something to prove to somebody. Somebody that you don't even really care about. They don't even think about you like that. Or what about that person again? You think you're better than everybody, but let me tell you, you're not better than anyone and nobody's better than you. You don't need to be Mr. or Mrs. Perfect. You don't need to. You don't need to feel like you're superior to people. We're all the same. We're connected. I can go on and on, guys, but I think I'm going to stop here because um, this is a deep topic for a lot of people. And I can make the entire day about this. I could just keep going. But I think you guys are, are getting that the source of these issues has everything to do with the way that the person feels about themselves. And if you don't truly love yourself, you become very vulnerable to this living your life where you're always triggered, living your life where you're always seeking validation, living your life where you are attracting the wrong type of people. Excuse me. You're attracting the wrong type of people into your life because of the way you feel about yourself and the actions that you're taking. And it just, it's a path of destruction. Not really living up to who you know you are. And you can change it. You really can. You can absolutely change it. All right. Uh, it's, I guess it's interesting. My phone died on me. I should have plugged it in. I really wanted to know what people said before that. Uh, but we'll roll with what we got here. Let me first tackle what's on YouTube. Why do we do all these things? Well, Nicole on YouTube says we were not taught to love ourselves. We were taught to put others before ourselves. It's just not balanced teaching. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, Kennedy says your finances are a direct reflection of your mindset. It is. It absolutely is. 
When you start truly loving yourself, you'll stop burning your money on so many things that don't matter. The money's always here. There's no shortage of money out there. So you could be, you could have no money and then one day start becoming financially independent. That's absolutely possible every single day for you. But it's going to start with this committed decision to you inside that you're going to love yourself enough to do that. The stuff that we put ourselves through, they're there because we need to learn lessons, of course. But once you hear this today, you have to leave knowing that if you continue to do the things that I've been talking about today, that you're operating with insanity at this point. You know it's a mistake, but you keep doing it anyway. And the reality is some people are not ready to change. They don't care. And that's fine. But I know people who are listening today that do. And um, this is exactly what you needed to hear. Let's see here. What is the best way... This is from Jennifer Jensen on TikTok. What is the best way to learn how to talk confidently and communicate my thoughts better? Be clear on what you want. When I go in a conversation with somebody, I'm thinking about the outcome I want to achieve with them. That sends a message to your mind to start thinking in that way which means you're going to start speaking in that way and you won't have a hard time finding the words. See, if you don't know what you want, confidence, uh, it's going to be limited. You, if you truly want to be confident in what you're saying, you need to know what you want. Think about it in these three examples. Let's say uh, you're going to be hosting a meeting at work. And usually you're nervous all the time and you fumble over your words. Let me ask you a question. How much time have you spent actually thinking about the outcome of the meeting that you would want? And what does that look like in your mind? Have you played that movie in your mind? Do you see it in your mind the way you want the meeting to end? I guarantee if you take time to do that, when you walk into that meeting, um, it's going to work out that way. And you'll find the words. You'll say the right things. The energy will be there. You know, there was this thing that was told to me one day that you cannot say the wrong thing to the right person. Um, meaning, it's your energy at the end of the day. If you want to be a confident communicator, you got to bring the energy. And you bring that energy by seeing what it is that you want first. And getting yourself relaxed. And the repetition of that alone, making that a habit, really helps you to up your communication. Listen, you'll go around and you'll find all these communication strategies and techniques. I'm giving you the foundation of communication. It's energy. 
The foundation to communication in this life is energy. If your energy is off, it doesn't matter what you say. I don't care if you had a script and you read it out perfectly and it sounded real. Just because it sounds real doesn't mean it feels real. So the first step in confidently communicating with people is what? Your energy. What impacts your energy? What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about messing up? Are you thinking about what they're going to think of you? Are you thinking about what you don't want? Or are you thinking about what you do want? What's the outcome you're looking to get? That's another show. So you guys remind me of that. But um, great question. It's never too late. Uh, 3INME says, I wish I knew this growing up so I could have trained my kids, but it's never too late. No, it's never too late. It's never too late. And um, they may be thinking about the same thing and they may appreciate that you see that now. Um, and that makes the relationship better. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go back to Alyssa. Uh, let me read this one first. For me, I could say I grew up in a very controlling household where I wasn't allowed to think or act. Yeah, that's a lot of us. And we cannot do that. We know it doesn't work. We know it doesn't work. All right, let's see here. Um... I'm going to have to ask my wife to bring me her phone because I really would like to see the comments um, from the show earlier because I don't, I don't have any comments to look at right now. All right. Well, I'm waiting on that. Let me answer Alyssa here. Alyssa says, so I think I made a mistake with my partner and I need the validation from him and how he feels towards me and working on forgiving myself while having a deal is hard. What if you aren't being reactive anymore, but you're still looking at how another person is reacting towards us? Yeah, so um, it goes back to what I was just saying. You have to get clear on what it is that you want. And you got to focus on that. You got to focus on that. So if you're still looking at, oh, is this person going to react this way? Is this person going to react that way? You're looking for something to go wrong. You got to get your attention off what's the, what the results are. You got to get your attention off your physical senses. You got to have an image of your mind of the way you want things to be. Thank you so much. All right, let's see here. Oh, is it still paused? It's just my phone. Oh, it's your phone. Okay, thank you. Oh, got it. 
All right. I'm able to look at the comments in the beginning. My wife brought me her phone, so I appreciate her. Uh, let's see here. Oh. Yeah, here. Let's see here. I'm just going to scroll through these really quick. Um, uh, let's see here. Oh, Doc's detailing. Dylan is an amazing guy. I appreciate you watching today, Dylan. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wait, what? What's going on there? Wow, it actually kicked me out. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, guys. Well, I'm unable to actually go back and read your guys' comments because it kicked my wife out of my live. So there we go. Well, we're going to make this happen regardless. So she can come get it. All right. Uh, let's address some new comments that we got here. How do you find yourself if you were never given the opportunity? It's what I just, I've given you the steps today. Step number one is purchase the book Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Um, if you're looking for the link to that, you can actually find that link in my YouTube description of this live video. You can get that. You, you could find the link to that book in my uh, description or just Google it on Amazon and you can get it there. Yeah. It. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, so, yeah, step number one is you have to start educating yourself. You have to go. You have to get out of ignorance and get the knowledge. Um, there we go. So let's see here. You have the opportunity every day to find yourself, um, but it's going to start by seeking the information in the first place from people who speak about this. Um, so I'll say it one more time if someone just joined us. Michael Singer's book called The Untethered Soul. Focus on the first two chapters. Don't look to try to read the entire book. Just focus on reading the first two chapters. Uh, let's see here. It doesn't sound pathetic, by the way. Uh, does age matter to build a strong mindset to achieve something that you want? Not at all. 
Not at all. In fact, I think the older you are, I think the more you should be even really serious about what we talked about today. Because if you don't have much life left, you might as well go out with a bang. And that bang should be loving yourself and accomplishing that and strengthening your mindset and getting better. Why do you think there are older people that you come across that have more energy than you? Because they're living with a purpose. They have goals. They know where they're going. And they're not slowing down. That's mindset. Uh, I believe that I just answered your question, Jennifer. Did I not? I just answered, how do you speak more confidently? How do you become more confident when speaking? I, I just told you. You have to get clear on what it is that you want. Let me, let me at least do this. Why am I so confident speaking during this podcast? Where does that confidence really come from? Well, the foundation to my confidence is because I know the purpose of this show, and that's what I'm focusing on. I'm focused on helping you get what you want. So I'm not thinking about myself as I do this show. I'm not thinking about my ambitions. I'm not thinking about any of that. I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about, am I saying it in a way that they're getting it? Am I saying it in a way that's getting them to want to change? Am I saying it in a way that's inspiring them? That's what I'm focused on. Helping you. And if I go in to every show with that mindset, I'll always say the right thing. Someone will always send me a message and say, hey, Devori, I needed to hear that today. They needed to hear it today. It landed for them. It resonated for them because I was focused on helping them. So when you're speaking to someone, are you focused on actually helping them? Answer that. Are you focused on helping them or are you too busy thinking about yourself? I was always labeled as shy, but that's not who I want to be. Well, you don't have to be that person. Um, you don't have to be someone you don't want to be. Like, you don't have to be extrovert if you don't want to be. You got to be yourself. Uh, let's see. We got a question here from Pink Lotus Aspirations. Do positive affirmations really work? Do positive affirmations really work? Great question. Well, let's look at the other side of it. Let's answer this question. Do negative, uh, do negative affirmations work? I would say that they do. Because I spent a lot of my life 
telling myself what I couldn't do, telling myself that I'm not good enough here, I'm not good enough there, uh, I'm broke, uh, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. I was telling myself these things. These were negative affirmations. So how did that make me feel? It made me feel less. Caused me to believe that what I was saying to myself was true, which did what? Control the actions I took, which were negative, and then set myself up to receive negative results. So do negative affirmations work? Absolutely. Which means positive affirmations work. Because if that can happen on the negative, it can happen on the positive. I don't even think that's the correct question to ask. I think the question is, do you believe what you're telling yourself when it's positive? Do you believe it? You're always repeating affirmations to yourself. What affirmations are you believing in that you get emotionally involved in? For example, speaking positivity into reality. Absolutely. You see, it's all energy at the end of the day. Pink Lotus aspirations. It's energy. If you are repeating positive information to yourself in your mind and you're feeling positive about that, that's what you're going to set yourself up to attract because of why. It's a scientific law. For every action in the universe, there's an opposite and equal reaction. So if your actions are positive on a consistent basis, that's what you're going to get back. Hold on, guys. All right. All right, let's see here. Any tips on consistency? Consistency comes from a strong purpose and knowing what it is that you want. Why would you be consistent in doing something that you don't want to do? Because you have a purpose. You're obsessed. You have a burning desire for what it is that you're looking to achieve. I believe consistency is a effect. It's not a cause. You have to do something that makes yourself consistent. That means what I just said, you got to have a strong purpose. You got to you got to have a strong why. And you got to know where you're going. It's hard to be consistent doing something when you don't even know why you're doing it in the first place and it's not making you happy and you don't know where you're going. You'll quit. It sounds very simple, but I think that's a great question. I don't think most people understand consistency. I don't think they understand what the root cause of consistency is. You become very consistent when you have a burning desire for something. When you're obsessed, you become really consistent. I think the game in life is always making sure that you have a goal in your mind of something that you truly want and you have a burning desire for it. And if you always have that, there's no consistency issues. You'll do what you're supposed to do.
How do you get out of the habit of seeking validation? It's what I went over today. I'd go back and rewatch this episode, but maybe you just joined, so let's revisit it again. Step number one is you need to educate yourself on who you are. The only reason why you're seeking validation is because you don't know who you are. How do you do that? Get the book called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer and only read the first two chapters. Don't read anything else. Just read those two chapters every day until it starts to click. Step number two is you need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive other people and situations that may have happened in your past. And that requires you to change the story of what happened. And number three, you need to commit to making decisions. You need to decide to act on whatever it is that you want and stop looking for another person's approval. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, it is amazing. I don't understand the whole energy concept. Well, it's very simple. The energy concept is very simple. You ever walk in a room and um, somebody was in there, maybe it was your friend, your family member, your child, whatever, and they didn't say anything, but you knew they were upset. How did you know that? Because as soon as you walked in the room, you felt that energy. Um, this is what happens. Um, we are energy. Our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, it's energy. The way that you feel, so however you feel right now in this moment, is energy. And we all have the ability to read each other's energy. Meaning, if you walk into my office, I can feel how you feel. I can pick that up. And you can pick the same thing up from me. Now, this may be foreign language because no one has ever told you this. They don't teach us this in school. Now, what they do teach us in school is science, but they don't make the connection between the human body, our thoughts, our mind, our brain, and human science. They, they don't do that. They forget to, to continue the explanation. So if you truly think about it, you can pick up on other people's energy. That, that's what we're talking about. Is if you're always feeling bad, what are you going to attract to yourself? Because another scientific law is that like energy attracts like energy. Now, if you need a visual representation of this, just think about it. If you're listening to the country music station on your radio... You're not going to hear hip-hop on that radio station. Why is that? Because the energy waves have been tuned to that frequency. And they're not going to bleed over on each other. Meaning, if the country music station in your town is 101.1, it'll always be that. You're not going to find any hip-hop music on that station. 
like energy attracts like energy. Um, I think the conversation is really simple. I hope you're getting it. But um, if you walk if you walk into your house and you're upset because of what happened at work today, what's going to happen when you get home? You're going to get in an argument with somebody. Because you walked in with negative energy and you express that in your environment, on other people, on your kids, on your partner. I think the energy is simple. Let's see here. Um... How does purpose affect someone's identity? It is the identity of somebody. I think it's their true identity. Everyone has already been given a purpose. The, the fact of the matter is most people are not living it. The, your purpose is based on what you really love to do. That's your higher self. That's who you are. You become very authentic and you truly start to be um, what you want to be by doing the thing that you love to do. It's, it's everything. The two most important days of your life is the day you were born and the day you know why. The day you know why is because you are finally discovering what your purpose is. And if you don't know what that is, you can always... Uh, look into my bio or my description below this video and download the Purpose Finder cheat sheet for free. I think that's the most important question we all should answer. What is my purpose? Why am I here? What am I making my life all about? Because that helps you make all the other decisions. That helps you figure out what life you want to live. That helps you figure out who you want to become. That helps you figure out what goals you should set for yourself. It also helps you figure out what changes you need to make inside with your belief system, with your habits. It tells you what career you should go into or what business you may look into starting. It tells you the people that you should be hanging around. It tells you the people that you should go form relationships with. So purpose, that's where we start. And if children were taught this from a younger age, um, more of them would be successful because let me let me say it this way. And this is why private or homeschooling is a thing. Because the public school system is not set up in a way to identify something that your child is passionate in and then cultivate that and make sure that child stays on that. So the older they get, the more they're obsessed with it, the more they develop that. And now they have something that they're going to be able to do. And they're not leaving school confused about what they're going to do with their life. But because educators are not looking at it from that perspective, 
you know, they just want to get people to pass the curriculum and keep moving. Um, we never take the time out and get our child to see what it is that they love to do. That's why Bill Gates is who he is today. From a young age, his parents put him into a private school. And they noticed that he was obsessed with coding and computers. So what did they do? They gave him access to his own computer lab. And they allowed him to just go all in on that. And they also helped him make connections with people who were already doing that professionally. So now, listen, Bill Gates is it's not better than you or your child or anybody. We're all the same. It's, I'm telling the story that when we truly see what our child or what our children are really passionate in, and we feed that passion. You're going to have some great things happen. But when we take that passion away and force them to do things that they're not passionate in. That's not a recipe for success. And what happens is that child becomes an adult and forms a resentment towards what happened. That's another conversation for another day, but, um, um, yeah, uh, let's see here. Where do we find the purpose finder worksheet? Yeah, that's in the, if you're on TikTok, it's in my bio. So you have to go to my main profile to access that. Excuse me. And if you're on YouTube, you can hit the description. It's there. Let's see here. All right. I think we're at the end here. I think this was a good show today. Another great one. So where do we end? We end with this. I really believe the habit to truly loving yourself is understanding yourself. And that happens through a daily commitment to studying. I've given you the reference or the book to use in order to accomplish that. That would be Michael Singer, The Untethered Soul. If you don't know where to get that book, you can go to my YouTube channel and it's in the description. Um, the second thing is forgiveness. You got to understand forgiveness with yourself, with other people and situations that have happened in the past. If you're going to open yourself up to true love, forgiveness is the prerequisite. It's not an option. You're going to have to do that. Because if you haven't forgiven, that means that negative idea is taking up space. And you got to make space for the love that you want for yourself and from other people and the love you want to give. Number three to this step of loving yourself is you got to make a decision. You got to start making decisions from a place of self-love. You got to decide that you're not going to put up with stuff anymore. That includes with yourself. You're not going to let yourself off the hook anymore. You're not going to let people run all over you. 
you're going to start loving yourself to the point where you make some hard decisions, but that are very worthy and will get you what you want. Meaning you're not going to hang around negative people that are toxic. You're not going to allow what others, other people think to control your decision making. You're not going to be looking for materialistic things to purchase to fill the hole inside. You're going to fill that hole by realizing who you are and learning how to love yourself. That's what you're going to do. And this is what you need to develop as you move forward. So guys, um, this show was recorded today. You can go back and rewatch this on YouTube and listen to it on Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon. Um, I always want to say how grateful I am to be doing this every day with you guys. Um, it was very much needed for people out there to, to hear what I had to say today. And my expectation is that after hearing today's show, you are going to start thinking differently about you in a positive way. And that's going to lead to you living the life that you want. So thank you. All right, guys, that's the show. Love you. And we will catch up tomorrow. Bye, everyone.